0: Welcome to the educational podcast that takes a look at some of the hardest soft skills you will ever learn. This is Nina Ellison, and just this week I heard a leader on a call share that even though he has founded and led several multi-million dollar companies, he knows that he still needs to learn more about relational leadership, a soft skill. In 2016, research conducted by Harvard University, the Carnegie Foundation, and Stanford Research Center concluded that 85% of job success comes from having well-developed soft and people skills. I'm not saying that you won't be successful as you use the technical skills and the knowledge that you have, but just think of how much more successful you would be in adding the expertise you have in hard skills with the soft skills that transform the lives of those you live and work with. What's interesting that if you look at this data, they took their statistics from work done in 1918. And a hundred years later, we're still hearing of the need for soft skills in leadership. Last year in 2019, the largest global study of the future of work raised that one of the key topics is looking at how to maximize human potential, even as those we work with are evolving with each new generation. Today, we're going to begin a new series on soft skills, and perhaps I'm going to bring up skills that you may not have thought of or or may not have had the opportunity to consider. But before we get started, I want to share that at the end of July, you'll have the opportunity to join a leadership soft skill advancement experience. The six-week game changer will include microburst activities, as well as roundtable discussions. So more to come on that in the weeks ahead. But today, let's talk about this idea of unlearning as a soft skill. Alvin Toffler, an American writer, a futurist, and a businessman, was the one who made the term information overload popular as he talked about the global rise in the 1970s of anxiety with the digital and the communication revolution. So so we're talking 50 years ago. And even at that time, he said the illiterate of the 21st century will not be those who can't read and write, but those who can't learn, unlearn, and relearn. This week, I listened to a global message from the Dalai Lama the spiritual leader of Tibetan Buddhism, as read by his friend Desmond Tutu. And he shared that in order to meet the unprecedented magnitude of the challenges we face, we must heed the call to unite. Have we learned what unity truly means? Or are there misconceptions that keep us from finding common ground? I once heard a story of a young man who had Traveled all over the world studying world religions. On his final trip, he met with His Holiness the Dalai Lama. With great passion, the young man shared that he had learned about all the religions of the world, and on this day, he now wanted to learn all about Buddhism. The Dalai Lama did not speak, but instead asked that tea be brought in. As the tea came, The leader began to pour the tea into a cup until it started to overflow. What are you doing, asked the young man in surprise. Your teacup is overflowing. The teacher looked up at the young man and said, You're like this cup of tea. Your mind is so full that it is overflowing. Go and take some time to release some of this knowledge, and when you have found room for more, perhaps we can meet again. So today, there's some questions I want to ask you. Are there things that you have learned that are keeping you from finding a solution? Do you have strategies for learning that keep you from deeper answers? Or perhaps, what do you need to unlearn about your concept of unity that will allow you a fresh perspective on this challenge from the Dalai Lama? You know, that this idea of unlearning applies to each one of us, to you and to me. Learning how to let go of old information to create room for the new, it doesn't mean you have to forget old lessons and knowledge. Historical knowledge has a place, but there is a need to create a new paradigm of value creation. What do you value today? What have you uncovered during the weeks of this pandemic that you thought were permanent? unchangeable, immutable. For many, this crisis has been a test. Typically, you don't learn during a test. During a test, it becomes clear what you don't know or what you thought you knew that wasn't the answer or the solution. So this idea of unlearning as a soft skill is vital to a leader's success. But with the enormity of knowledge available, If you continue on your current course of learning and growing and learning and growing without unlearning, you are on a collision course with an unsustainable practice. Just like that young man seeking to learn everything about everything in world religions. But what if you realize that you're facing the need for knowledge that goes beyond, that that goes deeper, to experience not only continual knowledge acquisition, but deeper understanding. Can you do it? Or is your mind so full of knowledge that you've already acquired that you're just not ready? Taking the time to unlearn creates new understanding. Leading you to new behavior as relearning takes place. There's this upward trajectory that goes beyond the standard learning bell curve. And this pattern of learning is literally limitless. With the current standard bell curve for learning, we move upward as we learn and we assume that over time, we'll gain enough experience that we'll reach a plateau of wisdom and knowledge. We we need to unlearn this. (laughs) Unless we seek a new way of thinking, we eventually land in a plateau where we're no longer relevant. And our value decreases in both our personal and our professional lives. There there may be a thought, too, that unlearning will happen as a byproduct of learning, almost a passive experience. And (laughs) I think we need to unlearn this, too. Unlearning is a a game-changing soft skill. But it is undervalued. And, And one of the reasons why is it's really hard to do. It's difficult to even consider walking away from facts that have been a mainstay in our lives. Think about how many cultures in the ancient world believed that the world was flat. Aristotle first theorized that the earth was a sphere around 350 BC. Magellan, the captain of the first ship to sail completely around the world in 1522, finally proved the theory. But even Galileo was convicted of heresy for teaching that the earth was round in the 1600s and and spent the rest of his life under house arrest. So unlearning is really difficult. And it may take you on a journey against the ideas that you have embraced for years. It may take you out of your comfort zone. You, You may even have a fear that you're facing the unknown and moving away from security I know experienced leaders may be used to shortcuts that have been helpful in the past and so have been used and have been taught repeatedly. I think of the phrase, remember, if it isn't broken, don't fix it. But what does that mean? We may think that we're functioning adequately on a daily basis, and this is why we don't pursue unlearning until something happens like an adverse event or a sentinel event or a crisis. I recall hearing Jack Ulrich at a conference in 2014, and this was when I was first introduced to this idea of unlearning, and I began to explore how I could put it into practical steps for myself. So the first one was to figure out how to ask new questions, and and this one for me was difficult because I realized I, I had to learn not only how to ask the question, but I had to stop and listen to the answer given, and and not seek the response until the full answer had been given. But the more that I did this, I found that I was hearing something that I'd never heard before, and it was coming out of my mouth. (laughs) So this idea of how to ask new questions and then listen was the first practical step of how do I unlearn without any assumption that I have the answer already. The second practical step as, sh- as you pursue unlearning is to think as far beyond the box as your mind will allow you to go. So you move away from your established assumptions. You know, intentionally hang out with people who think differently from you. They can help you unlearn some of your preconceived ideas that you will discover aren't grounded, like the earth being flat. <laughs> When I'm seeking to move myself beyond the box, sometimes I even give myself an option of something that I know is not possible just to get my mind moving in a different direction. It forces me to consider different ideas as I try to reconcile what I've suggested to myself. This, this is what gets us rethinking core assumptions The third practical step to pursue unlearning is to put your thoughts into your new context. So as your environment changes or the framework you operate under changes or your surroundings change, in other words, your context changes, be ready to reframe your thoughts about who you are and how you want to represent yourself. Perhaps an easy way to explain this is, have you, have you ever found yourself trying to use skills from a previous role that you have had into a new job that you've gotten, only to realize that you are limiting yourself because you keep going backwards to refer to that set of skills or that set of knowledge? If you're willing to put your thoughts into your new context, you will set yourself up for personal and professional growth as you unlearn what you don't need to know from your previous role and you prepare yourself for new knowledge in your new role. Another example I think about with this idea of putting yourself into the new context is what have you seen within yourself during this new context of a crisis? What have you had to learn about yourself that has been new? Have you seen yourself, your your inner person in a new way, a deeper way? Perhaps you've uncovered some fears or anxieties you weren't aware of. What about the values you've placed on work or family or friends before the crisis and then now and even into the future? How will you use the context you're in to help you unlearn and prepare for new knowledge? and finally the fourth practical step to pursue unlearning is to test what you unlearn do you notice you, you aren't missing what you left behind and as i close today i, I want to invite you to recall a time recently when you realized that that your knowledge or your point of view didn't serve you as you had hoped do you see an opportunity to unlearn to ask new questions, to push yourself to think beyond the box, to put your thoughts into your new environment, and then to test them. With unlearning, you may be doing the same things, but the way that you think about them will change.